Hi, I'm Steph DeBidi-Pinner. Welcome to my show where we discuss all things building and growing a sustainable and profitable beauty business, whether you're in bridal, lashes, or aesthetics. In 2021, I decided to finally leave my job to pursue my bridal beauty business full-time, and I'm excited to not only share my story of how I went from 2 to 3K per month to 10K plus, but also have various industry professionals sharing their stories and top tips. Let's get to it. Hey, hello, welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Steph the Beautypreneur, and I have also a Steph with me here today. <laughs> um, and so I help bridal beauty business owners grow sustainable and profitable profitable businesses through proven strategies that work. And today we are going to be talking about branding and your soulmate client. So I'm going to let Steph here introduce herself and tell us who she is, who she helps and how you help them. Nice. Well, thanks for having me. Um, I, feel, I was trying to think today how long we've known each other. And I think it's been about seven years. So it's really fun to have these conversations. Um, yeah. But anyways, I'm Steph Fournier. I go by the Violet Steph because I love color branding. And I help people up-level their personal brand and attract their soulmate clients. Um, I'm a photographer. I've got a huge marketing background. Um, I was a graphic designer for years. And then I've got a strong energetic side. I'm a hypnotherapist. I work with NLP. Um, if you're not sure what that is, it's pretty much what Tony Robbins does. Um, yeah, so I've got a really eclectic background. But um, once the pandemic hit, I was focusing on wedding photography. And it was just the perfect time to switch my business. And since then, I've really honed in onto this soulmate client vibe and working with people who are just like, I don't want to say the perfect fit, but those clients that just really, really resonate with you and feel really good to work with. Like I always say that ideal clients kind of sound like a wish and soulmate clients sound a little bit more like it's meant to be, like it's who really who you're meant to work with. So I was finding about a, you know, two years ago when I we're in year three now. So about two years ago, when I was about a year into this business of more personal branding, I was like, oh, there's just one little piece missing. Um, and it was this like soulmate client vibe. So I spent the next year honing in on this, really trying to figure out like how to resonate with those soulmate clients. What do they need? Um, and testing it out with like the people who are around me. And so I started to grow a mastermind of my soulmate clients. I started working with all these soulmate clients. And then I started creating programs and the coaching I do is centered around that and basically building your personal brand. So that's how I help people in a run along sentence. <laughs> that's what we love to do here. <laughs> I like your uh, ideal client versus soulmate client. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's always a good one. That's, yeah, that's how I feel about it. <laughs> that's good. That's a good way to look at it. Um, what do you think were the most important things to do to build your brand? So I work primarily with personal brands. Um, so the difference is, uh, uh, like, I have worked with corporate brands, but that's, you know, when you're doing a little bit more design and consistency across a huge, huge business, and it is more about the logo and the company values. So personal branding 
is definitely about the person. So these personal branding works for companies who you are the face of the business, or at least like a, a couple of you are the face of the business. Um, you can have a personal brand that is separate of a company brand, like take Elon Musk, for example, he has his own personal brand outside of Tesla um, and all his other programs. So the personal brand is um, basically the thing that gets people to know, like, and trust you to want to work with you in some capacity. And even from the perspective that we use it mostly for business owners. It doesn't necessarily have to be only for business owners. I've worked with people who want to build a personal brand who do work for companies, but still want something that people can land on and be like, this is somebody I want, I want to trust. I primarily work with like solopreneurs, things like uh, makeup artists, um, mortgage brokers, all those types of people. So when we're building a personal brand, we, we fill it out so that there's, a way to consistently see the same person and get the value from them through things like consistent photos, um, brand colors that really resonate with your soulmate clients, um, knowing exactly what you do and the problems you solve, um, all that kind of stuff that just really will create consistency in things like your social media or website and all that kind of stuff so that when people see your messaging come up, you start creating this um, overall awareness and trust in who this specific person is. And that way people start to buy from, want to buy from that specific person because, you know, people buy from people. So we want you to be a person. So that's what a personal brand is all about. And that's the kind of pieces that we put together to build one. Yeah. Well, and it seems perfect to have you on because makeup artists always start out by themselves, right? Before they even begin to build teams. So there is a personal brand aspect that they have to establish. Exactly. Yeah. And especially even from the perspective of finding people to work with them, you want to have something that says, okay, not only a personal brand to get brides and couples to hire you, but also hey, this is what it's like to be in my world. Come join my team. Um, so I think a personal brand is excellent for even people building a team because they want to know who they, who, who's going to be their boss pretty much, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I know a lot of people get so caught up in logos and websites and all these things when they first start and they forget that they have to build their personal brand first before any of those things. Yeah, exactly. And like all those pieces are really part of your personal brand, but that's, that's really just the image part of it. You know, yeah. there is the mindset behind your personal brand. Like what kind of, what kind of messaging do you want to put out there? Who is your soulmate client? What kind of, what kind of feeling do you want those soulmate clients ha to have when they work with you? Why are you even doing this business? Like those are all things, part of your personal brand before you even get to the pretty stuff, because yeah. the pretty stuff is all based on that first stuff. And so many people start off with, well, I'm just going to pick this random color. I don't even know what business name I'm going to have. Here's a logo. And so many times those people, when they start to refine their business, have to come back and change their name or change their colors or change a whole bunch because they haven't started with the first piece of what am I trying to do and who, what problems am I trying to solve and who do I want to work with? Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I've changed my business name and my logo quite a few times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've changed it a few times too, but like, that's why we're doing this because it's like, let's save people this step. Like really. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's part of like evolving in your business too, totally. but I feel like if you did take some of those steps first, I mean, if I took some of those steps first, I wouldn't have changed my name as many times as I did. Um, and I wouldn't have changed my colors and my logo and everything. Like I look completely different from when I first started. I started my company in 2013 and it is completely different from when I started because I didn't even know who I was really. Yeah. And, and there is what I wanted to do. And I just sat there and I went with like, I went to the logo and the colors <laughs> website. Like I went all the wrong way at first. <laughs> So I ended up changing everything. Yeah. And there is, there is a natural evolution and I would expect people to change those things over time. But if you are a new business or like, you know, for the sake of this podcast, like talking about um, beauty entrepreneurs, right? Like if you take those first few steps, that's really going to save you some headaches later because you're going to go through that natural evolution already. But the truth is every time you change your brand, you have to, you're not starting to scratch, but you are taking a few steps backwards to refigure out who you're going to work with, um, who you're targeting. And those are all really important things in the evolution of your personal brand, but don't just jump in like we did <laughs> and then have to make up for it years ago. Like even, even when I, when we first started this cause, like my business Technically, like, um, you know, I worked, I worked for companies up until 2015, 14, 14 or 15, I think it was 14. Um, but before that, like, I've been, I've owned my own business since I was 13. Um, so obviously, there's been a lot of <laughs> evolutions and a lot of name changes and a lot of changes, even in what I offer. And the funny thing is, is like, I didn't even know what a personal brand was back then. But by the time, you know, I got to, you know, 15 years ago, it's like, well, I, you need to put yourself out there. And I was really uncomfortable with it for years, but even just understanding that it's like, okay, I have to say like what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Right. Like that's where it all started, but there was the natural evolution over time. But if I could go back, I would say like, figure out what you actually want to do first. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Because so many times a lot of people start businesses because they're just like, I want a business, right? Yeah. And so they just well, throw something at the wall and you're like, well, no, solve a problem first, figure out who you're going to solve that for and then tweak so along the way. spaghetti at the wall. Yeah. And let it <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's like, as beauty business owners, you know, we're always, we, we want everything to be pretty, right? Hmm. If we're doing, we're doing makeup, we're making people feel pretty. We're doing lashes, we're making people feel pretty. So I think, I think we get so caught up and just wanting to make everything look pretty in the beginning, instead of actually establishing our personal brand and who we really are and who we really want to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not a big process either. Like, who are you? Who are you working with? What problem are you solving? How do you want people to feel about working with you? What are some of your values? Like those are like, that's very simple, but really that's how simple it can be to start. And even from that, even knowing like, what do you value? There's that, that's a whole other conversation, but be like, 
just having an idea even of like what your values might be or what you feel a business should be or like any of those kind of things, you can take those concepts and then create a color palette from it. That's exactly how I create a color palette. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you're just like, you know, I like pink, um, that's great. You can make it work. But if you have so much more intention behind it, the universe is going to reward you with, well, you put intention behind this. So let's give you intentional people, right? (laughs) That's, that's really what it comes down to in my mind, but there's just strategy and energy behind everything. And so when you, when you consider both, instead of just throwing the spaghetti at the wall, it just becomes a lot easier to actually pick those colors, choose where to do your branding photos, um, choose your brand name. If you go with something other than your own name, um, you know, figure out where to network, where to sell your services. Those are all 10 times easier when you've done the work in the beginning. Um, So it's just funny because so many people are like, oh, I just want to get started. Like start me a logo. And I'm like, well, if you do the work first, you'll save so much time later. It's like somebody told me that I'd be like eons ahead. (laughs) Yeah. Like you just want to get started. Yeah. Get a little too excited. Totally. That's okay. It happens. Yeah. Well, when you're passionate about things, like clearly we're just passionate about what we do. Um, You just want to do what you can control. And sometimes that might just be getting a logo. Yep. Don't overcomplicate things. I feel like everybody just overcomplicates everything these days. Yeah, totally. Totally. And that's what this is about. Simple works. Yeah. (laughs) Why why are we complicating everything? We're just so much harder for ourselves. Totally. Like just it's, and that's what it is. It's just, you wouldn't, the best analogy I can think of that just comes to mind is when it comes to building your personal brand, it's like a house. I know that's a common analogy, but it's like a lot of people want to start picking out the paint and the pictures and the furniture before their house is even built. Cause the house literally is that who are you working with? What problems are you solving? Right. Because that's the container that you will build everything from. Foundation um, of your business. Yeah, totally. It's and that even foundation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or like if you want to do a makeup analogy, it's like, yeah, put the foundation on first. You don't get to the lipstick first. Like yeah. That's, that's really your your logo or your brand colors, right? It's the lipstick. Yeah, exactly. Don't do the lipstick first. Yeah. <laughs> what were the three most difficult obstacles you had to overcome? Um, I could probably give you more than three, but let's give you what, <laughs> what first jumps into Go my the mind. Top three. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> it's gonna. I'm gonna go with my gut response. But the first one would be um, understanding that you can't. Like, there's people that are gonna help you in your business journey but it might not turn out the way that you think it will. So just really knowing your own path is the most important thing. So just understanding that, um, yeah, you think you might be following somebody's path and you might want to do things the way that somebody else is doing them, but really the most important thing is doing things that feel good to you and that feel right to you. And then I'd say another one is, one of the biggest reasons I'm in personal branding is because I knew that I had things to share and I have a voice 
And most of my life I was, I felt other, like completely opposite. So the biggest lesson, lesson I learned was knowing that I had a voice and it was worth, and people wanted to hear, people wanted to hear what I had to say when I had the courage to say it. So then the, the third biggest lesson I is I had to get over a lot of things, right? And, and that's not just a case of just get over it. I had to put, I've put hundreds of hours into working on insecurities, working on fears, working on understanding that um, my purpose to help, well, I don't want to say help others because it just sounds so cliche, but really my purpose to have a voice and help people grow their business is bigger than my insecurities. And so my insecurities are there as a checkpoint. And so that was huge lessons. So I know that my intuition doesn't always lead me to the easiest answer, but it leads me to the right answer, which is often a lesson. Um, So yeah, just really understanding that what you have to offer is so much bigger than the, the fears that are holding you back. Okay. That's good. Mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What are your biggest tips for attracting your soulmate clients? Mm, Biggest tips. Uh, Consistency. Ooh, squeal. Um, Yeah, consistency. And I believe consistency is more in not necessarily like posting every day or like that kind of consistency, but consistency in what you're saying. Um, consistency in how you deliver things um, and consistency in what you're trying to achieve. So, and obviously design consistency, because if that's just a repetition thing. Um, So having the same brand colors, having the same, like similar photos, all those kind of things really anchor people into um, like seeing and getting used to your content. Again, those things can evolve. Um, consistency in your messaging, like, you know, I, this is not a knock on somebody because they're, they're like in their learning journey, but I've seen a lot of people recently who are struggling financially. And so you see them in like Facebook groups and two weeks ago, they were posting about graphic design. Then the next week they're posting about hairstyling. And then the next week they're posting about like, they're really just trying to like grab at whatever straw they can, but really your success in your business comes from just pushing through and being like, this is what I'm working on. There's nothing saying that you can't have multiple pieces to your business. Like I'm a photographer and astrologer and NLP. I help design brands, but it all comes together under personal branding like umbrella right so yeah well, and like stop jumping around right yeah like what, what you focus on grows so if you have like all these different things that you're trying to do especially if you're trying to start them all at the same time like you're gonna end up being like the jane of all trades yeah yeah which is After not a bad thing <laughs> it's not totally a bad thing no it's not it's not a bad thing but i feel like if you just focus on like one or two first and build yeah. those then you can start to add things on later instead of just trying to go after everything all at the same time. Yeah, a hundred percent. And so that's where consistency really comes in in your business too, where it's like, decide what you're going to do. Once that's good, then expand. And if it's not good, then completely shift your focus. 
mm-hmm. give it enough time. And that's, that's what I believe consistency is like, even that I had to learn that many times through like launching because I've only recently started launching in the last couple of years with courses and programs and all that kind of stuff where it's like the first time you launch anything, there's going to be nothing, right? (laughs) Unless you've got a very, very nurtured audience, which I did. And, you know, I got one person or something, right? But, you know, consistently like keep going through it, right? And I think that's always going to be the biggest, biggest thing people need to focus on. I like that. Yeah, just keep doing it because the more you start talking about it, the more you keep talking about your same subjects, the more people start to grasp on because people don't really buy after the first time they see it, right? Yeah, exactly. I know like Grant Cardone says, post as if nobody saw it. So Mm -hmm. he's like, I don't care if 2000 people saw if it says if Instagram says 2000 people saw your reel, post it again, post it as if nobody saw it. Yeah, that's a great point. There's so many times that I've posted content again, like three months later, and the same people are like, man, this is great. And I'm like, you commented the same thing like three months ago. And it's like, they exactly. just need to hear it again. And a lot of times people like any, t- and you know, like anytime you launch anything, like people need to see it like seven times. Yeah. So, so it goes I think into that whole repetition part. Too. Yeah. And that's, and it's consistency in the messaging. I think we get so caught up in a lot of social media people saying like, you need to post at the same time every single day and all that kind of stuff. And yes, that will help your account grow, but not at the expense of like your mental health or like if life happens or, Hey, don't forget these social media people. That's what they do 24 seven. If you've actually got some clients coming in, you know, repurpose a content post. Don't leave people hanging for two months and then post every single day. But I think we need to dial back what consistency means in that sense and focus more on make sure you're just saying the same things and giving the same experience and, you know, focusing on your clients first, right? Yeah, that's good. I like that. Um. So you've give, you've been given a time machine that can only take you back to the day before you started your business. Uh, what is the one thing you tell yourself that would save you time, effort, and a ton of headaches? <laughs> so I feel like I have my businesses in like four stages. So I'd say let's just take the time machine back to this business as it is. So like the Violet stuff and however that started. Um, I would go back to one of the lessons learned is just um, have faith in your way, right? Like I would remind myself that, like always believe in your intuition, but also understand when it's fear because so many people mistake. This is why like <laughs> I've, I've been thinking about this a lot lately and thinking a lot of content around it, but like really trusting your intuition. And a lot of people don't trust their intuition because it leads them somewhere they're not comfortable with, which is usually um, your intuition, I think, leads to you to what is best for you. So that could be a lesson or fear is louder than your intuition in your mind. So a lot of people will be like, hey, show me a sign not to do something. You'll get the sign. And they're like, oh, like I shouldn't trust my intuition. It led me the wrong way. So that's actually just fear. So understanding, yeah, if if we want to simplify it, go back and tell myself, trust your intuition, but understand the difference between intuition and fear. 
Yeah. yeah. That's what I would tell myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> she would be like, what are you talking about, lady? <laughs> and I'd be like, trust it. Just trust it. <laughs> just trust it. Trust yourself. Yeah. I know. I think a lot of us just don't trust ourselves sometimes. Like it's it's trying to gain that confidence in yourself and in your business. Yeah. You're starting well, out and you're like, you're all worried. Like, oh my God, what are people going to think of me? Like, are people going to like me? Yeah. Yeah. That's a I mean, that's, to- that's totally like a legit concern, but you kind of just got to trust that the universe is going to have your back. Yeah. And as soon as you stop, because I dealt with that my entire life. And I think that is a big reason I landed in personal branding because I had to go through that lesson of no matter what, people are not going to like you. Most people are not going to like you. So you have to learn to like yourself as cliche as that is. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you start just being like, you know what? I care enough about what people think to the people that I actually want to work with. Right. Because I think sometimes we're just like, I don't care what anyone thinks. Well, that's where we get people who are just jerks to each other. But, you know, there's that there's that line of like, I care what I think about me first. And then I'm curious and I'd like to come across at least as a caring person and um, connect with my clients in that way. But everyone else just doesn't doesn't matter. And if you've crossed a boundary, learning how to not take that personally, um, if somebody goes from somebody that you care about their opinion to maybe they don't belong there anymore, right? And just really understanding those differences. And understanding that in your business too, where like I posted about this, I think last week or something where it's like, when it comes to your personal brand and your business, if you care too much about things like what will your family think? What will your friends think? Those are not your clients. And if you have to have two separate Instagram accounts and not even like block out your family, then go for it, right? Like I personally... Um, my personality works well with my family and friends and some of them follow me on there. And, but every time I see who's watching my stories, I'm not, if I'm affected by that and they stop me from showing up, that person can't be in my world, in my business world anymore. Mm -hmm. So like, I think that's been one of the biggest lessons too, when it comes to just showing up, um, know who you're showing up for, right? Your business is not as yourself. Yeah, exactly. Don't show up as the person that everybody that you think people want you to be. Show up as yourself. And I think that's, that's a really tough one when starting a business. I know I, I, I went through that myself. And then when I eventually realized I can just be myself, I started to just be myself. And that was when I, I noticed the, my business really started to take off because I just realized I just needed to be myself. And this like, there's this attitude that some people put out there like, oh, like stop caring about what others think, but that there's like, it's like a yes and no to that because you want to be yourself and not care what people think, but at the same time, you still care what they think. Yeah. But you're not so like, you're not putting all of your energy into what they think. You're more just like, okay, like I still care about you, but I'm going to be me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And part of that too is like, and this is all dependent on your own brand um, and your audience where, you know, both of us have talked about in like just messenger before where it's like, 
you know, we share a big portion of who we are, but we don't, you don't need to share everything. You don't, people don't need to know absolutely everything. You need to be human, but they don't necessarily need to, like, if this is your business, you don't necessarily need to, like, drown them in it unless that's part of your brand, right? Like, if it's, if you're a brand that shares very open and raw, know that your audience needs that. But if you're a brand that, you know, if you're somebody like a realtor, um, who's selling houses and everything and you might need a little bit more uh polish if you if you know what i mean right like so that's part of knowing who your soulmate client too is like do my do i really want a client who is going to journey with me emotionally too right or do i want a client who this is going to be a little bit more professional relationship there's no right or wrong there but just knowing exactly what you're doing there too right and I think that also comes to the point that some people think that in order to show up as themselves, they have to show all of themselves. And it's like, no, <laughs> right? Just like be yourself. Um, and no, and you, don't, save, you don't need to show your whole life. Yeah. Straight, save right? some of those conversations for girls nights, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. And so it's really that. And we, we both know that business is literally all about balance. Well, life is about balance, right? And so it's like, I get why people feel confused sometimes, but this really comes back to like checking in with yourself too, right? Like mm-hmm. um, asking yourself, like, do I put myself out? Like, let's use photos, for example. Like, do I put myself out there in photos? And if somebody says, well, no, because because of this, this, and this, you need to ask yourself, what is that because of this, this, and this? And that is going to tell you, do you need to do some work or is that just a fear? Right now, if somebody, cat, <laughs> if somebody says to me, I can't put myself out there in photos because I'm in a witness protection program, that's pretty valid. Right? Yeah. But if you say to me, I can't put myself out there in photos because I'm scared of what my family will think. Um, that's an action item of, okay, how can you separate your business from your family? If you're scared of putting yourself out there in photos because um, there's some stuff from your childhood, like maybe you got teased a lot. I know what that's like. That is an action item of how can you work with that, that experience? Like, you know, hypnosis, NLP, therapy, counseling. There's so many ways to help manage those kind of things. And then it comes down to like, what's more important your excuses or building this business yeah and that's an honest conversation or do you want to stay stuck yeah yeah exactly and so that's very hard blocks yeah I know a lot of people get caught up in oh what's my family gonna think what are my friends gonna think like if you're so worried about what your friends and family are gonna think maybe you need to rethink what you're doing yeah yeah or just do some work through it work through it yeah yeah for sure. Yeah. Cause you're right. At the end of the day, they're not typically your ideal soulmate clients anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, that is why like I got master certified in NLP and hypnosis because people wanted to show up in their businesses. And I had this giant gap of like, I don't know how to help you. And so then we added all this crazy cool mind stuff and you know, I had a client last year who was struggling in her business to make money, like struggling to pay bills, 
you know, I don't know exactly what her numbers were before, um, but definitely nothing like even of what an average income is around here to have a day job. And so she was ready to give up her business. We did like a, like a huge breakthrough on some really big money beliefs. She smashed her goals last year into the multiple six figures and she's, she's going to triple it this year. That's amazing. And it's like, okay, like that's how important dealing with your stuff is. Yeah. And and mindset. That's how powerful your mind is. Yeah. Like you either control it or it controls you. So you need to learn how to control it and you help people do that. Yeah, exactly. And there's not, there's always going to be days we have crappy days. I have crappy days. Um, but yeah, but it's about having crappy days instead of crappy months. Mm -hmm. Right. In your business, especially in your life too. Yeah. And just being aware of that and knowing that it's okay to step back and just take a moment to feel all those feelings (laughs) and then release them and bring in the new feelings. Totally. I know I talk a lot about mindset because I feel like that's just one of the big things that really helped me propel forward Mm -hmm. because it really can hold you back. All these things in your head telling you like, oh, I can't do this. Oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, what if they don't like me? Like, oh, like, what if that client didn't like the makeup I did on them? Like so many things. Yeah. And that's really important. Hold us back and keep us stuck. Yeah. And that's important to renew all the time because Um, I run in circles of people who know their mindset. I know my mindset very well. And there's still days that I'm like, okay, what's happening here? There's weeks that can go by and I can be like, okay, this is not suiting me anymore. So I have to reach out to my people or I have to work through it um, through all the ways that I have or, you know, because sometimes you can't see your own stuff either. Right. So I have people that I go to as well. Um, and sometimes it just takes a reset, especially as you're through an up-leveling part of your life, your mindsets of previous version of you might not suit the next version that's coming. Um, so to make sure that you look at that all the time too. Yeah. There's always reprogramming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time you're ready to level up, you have to reprogram your mindset again. Yeah. It's like a new operating system. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, do you have anything else you wanted to add? Uh, no, I think we talked a lot, <laughs> some really good stuff. I really hope people get some value from this. Yeah, it was um, a really good call. So I really yeah, <laughs> lots of value from it. Right? So where, can, where can people find you and connect with you? So the best place to find me is on Instagram. It's at the Violet Steph. And my name spelled S-T-E-F like yours is. Um, and violet, like the color, um, cause I'm passionate about branding. That's the best way to find me. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's the best way to find me and figure out my jam and all that kind of stuff too. And then right now, the best way to work with me is I have this new soulmate client society. So I'm posting a ton of videos. I've got new videos every single month. So that's literally go to soulmateclient.com. Um, And you can see some more of these extended topics on things like websites, manifesting, all that kind of stuff. That's really the coolest way to work with me right now, Um, especially if you're not ready for like a one-to-one capacity. But yeah, check me out on the Violet Steph on Instagram. That's on Facebook as well. 
but Instagram's the best place. I'll post all your links in the show notes as well to make it easy to find you. Perfect. Then everyone always get even even when I say stuff with an F, people are like S T E P H. I know. Oh, <laughs> no, it's stuff with an F. <laughs> nothing. This is a little side note, but nothing beats the time. Like three years, I think three or four years ago, I was at Starbucks, and or it's probably a little bit before that because it was when they used to write your name on the cup. Yeah. And instead of just in the in the ticket, and it was like it's stuff with an F, and they wrote. I think it was like. Fatef. So it was like F T E P H. What's how's that? No, no. And I've had S T E S T E P H F. That's like Starbucks is always the funniest. I'm sure you can relate to this. Anyways, yeah. yes, S T E F. Yeah. Um, that's great. <laughs> But yes, thank you for having the goal me. Of our life. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me on the show. No worries. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, hope everybody has a great rest of their day and that you took value in this uh, episode. And we'll catch you in the next one. Yes. Bye.